the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on this Wednesday. You know, I will say, I don't hate short weeks. I, re- I really don't. It's it's great. I mean, I've only been here twice. It should be Tuesday. No, it's already Wednesday. Uh, hump day is here. Uh, debt ceiling, right? Will they pass it? Will they not? Uh, it, it's, it looks close. It made it through committee, uh, which was probably, I thought, uh, a harder thing to do. We'll wait and see on that. But uh, once again, uh, the the whole debt ceiling made for TV, I mean, essentially at the end, as it sits right now, they will cut no spending. None at all. I mean, they're going to say that they did. But the realities will be every single program, including the discretionary, will have spent more money in 2023 than 2022. Now, I don't know where all these guys went to school. I mean, I'm sure most of these guys are smarter than me. I'm sure of it. I'm sure they're really highly educated, smart people. But how does spending more equal a spending cut? I still haven't figured. I've tried. I've tried really hard. I think it's all this new math. Now I understand because I could never understand, you know, uh, math is racist. And, and you know what? It's not about the right answer. Right? No, we don't care about the right answer. It, it's, it's the process that you go through that's more important than the actual answer itself. Uh, no, it isn't. By the way, I don't want to get on an airplane. I don't want to go over a bridge. I would like I would not want to be in any building where the people that built it were like, well, we may not have the right answer, uh, but we went through the process really, really good. I mean, that's really what's happening today. But again, this is why gold is up. It was the easiest trade in the world. I mean, for the last two and a half weeks, I've told you, do not let the debt ceiling go by without adding to your portfolio eight hundred. Nine five one zero five nine two. That is our toll free number. No, I know we still don't have voicemail. Now they're promising today. I don't know how. Hard. I I did not know that this would be complicated. Uh, we we have spent right now at least twelve hours of holding. At least just for voicemail. I mean, it, come on, man. We got to be able to do better. AllAmericanGold.com is the website. But, Jason, yeah, you know what? Rand Paul did say today, hey, you know, I don't know. I'm kind of with Double J on this. I don't understand how you're saying that we're spending, we're cutting when we're actually spending more money. Uh, Jason, how does this work? I mean, this tells you, I mean, no wonder why inflation is so uh, bad. It's a new definition. You know, they they had the word transitory, right? And then, then that had to go away. And they and they had uh, the the recession. We had a re- you know, we had the recession in 2022 by definition, right? And they just changed that. So I I think what, if I'm translating what they're what they're saying, Joe, by not spending 
a whole lot more of an increase in spending, that's a spending cut. Is that, is that what's happening? They're, they're, they're spending more, but it's, it's a less of a more. That's, that's, so that's our spending cut. Is that, is that essentially what they're saying? That, that's, that, that's, that's kind of what I'm hearing. Hey, we, we, we initially said we are going to spend this much more. But now we're going to spend a little less than that much more. We're still going to spend more. We're just going to spend less of more. Uh, that's so the new definition of spending ergo, cut. That's that's yep. a spending cut. There you have it, right? Yes. <laughs> I think that's it, Joe. I think that's process. it. <laughs> it's all on how you look at it. It's all the perspective. Where, where do you see it? From what, from what angle, I guess? And, and if you don't see it from that's our angle, right. we got to convince you to come over to our angle. you got to come over here and look at it. Don't look at it from over there. You know, and, and again, right, right. See, you're just looking at this all wrong, Double. Come on now. Let's look at it differently, right? Uh, five months ago, we said we were going to spend a lot more. Now we're just going to spend uh, a little less than a lot more. The less is what is make, makes it even worse because the less now, they're talking now $50 billion less. That's it. That's all you could do. You couldn't find any more. Uh, how about like the IRS, right? The Republicans. This tells you how on board the Republicans were with the Democrats with the IRS. One billion dollars. That that was the big dramatic cut. A whole billion dollars. Well, I'm being unfair because uh, it's a two-year deal. It's 1.4 billion dollars. Uh, we gave them 80. Right. Uh, that's it. I, 80 extra. I want to make that was an 80 extra. Right now. Uh, 1.4 billion because the Republicans, they know, oh yeah, listen, right in time for digital currency, we're going to make sure everybody, uh, and all of their wealth that we could possibly get our hand on is coming to the government. Yeah. Uh, but this is, I mean, this is, it, it's absolute not, we should be, Everybody in America, we should be rioting in the streets over that. And said, no, what, what do we riot? Well, I don't even know what we riot over anymore. Give, give the Congress is, one, one. This. Give the Congress one, one, I guess, caveat, which is they're trying to do what they normally do with debt ceilings in the midst of inflation. They're starting to figure out nobody can take a, a pay cut because everybody's costs have, I'm sure every department says, well, all of our costs have gone up. There's this inflation thing. And this is why they can't cut. This is why they, they probably could have cut maybe 10 years ago more easily than they could now, Joe, because this inflation is the new factor that they haven't dealt with with this budget. So obviously we can't cut anything because everybody has higher expenses, right? That's got to be a major well, part of it. I know we're, we can cut a little bit. Uh, we spent $13 billion uh, with the undocumented miners. These are miners uh, that are coming over the border by themselves, right? This is, you know, uh, well, there's $13 billion. At least that's what they're owning up to just on that, just on the miners part. But, you know, just think about, man, with $13 billion, could we have come up with a better way for all these people to get here versus having to, you know, walk through eight different countries and doing whatever they, they're doing? Of course we could, but nah, why do that? That would make sense. Take the Radio News Hour. We'll be back. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour on this Wednesday Quick look here at the markets. The Dow is down 270. The S&P is down 36. The Nasdaq's down 101. Gold's up uh, $14 right now, 1972. Silver, good day for silver here, up 42 cents, 
$1.66. If you're sitting there going, man, this is not going to end very well. Uh, you know, already, really, if you think about when Joe Biden got, got into office, and I know that the Dow and the S&P, they've been higher, right? They've also been lower, but we've now had, if you take out all that stuff, we're essentially, what, almost two and a half, three years now where the Dow and the NASDAQ and the S haven't done anything, right? They're, they're just sitting there, uh, which really with the rate of inflation means you're losing. I mean, if, if it was going up 5 6 7%, okay, well, maybe it's kind of keeping up a little bit, but no, it, it's flat to down, uh, which really makes the situation even harder. And the problem is that it looks like, Despite things slowing down, it's not slowing down enough. Inflation uh, is still rearing its ugly head and, and looks like it wants to go higher again, which means rates are going to go higher again. Uh, we've got this comedy show that we call a debt ceiling. If you're just tired of it all, uh, you get your gold and silver put away. Uh, you get your money out of the banks, right? Call, call Joey. Get your money over at Northwestern Mutual, a non-bank. And then you got to look at our, our good friends at Y Refi. It, they're not correlated to Wall Street at all. It doesn't care. Doesn't care. Doesn't care about earnings. It doesn't care about debt ceilings. It doesn't care about rate hikes, rate pauses, rate cuts. You can get up to 10.25%. Here's what we love. No fees. We love that. You can you can uh, take the interest monthly. You can compound it. You can do whatever you want to do. And if you need your your money back, you get your 100% of your principal back. No questions asked. You need $50,000 or more to start. But check them out. InvestYRefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com. Or just call them at 888-Y-REFI-24. And Jason, you know, the bankruptcy caravan continues here. Uh, bankruptcies now about a uh, more than double the rate that we saw a year ago. A year ago we saw a little over 100 what we'll call corporate bankruptcies. So far this year we're at 230. But the one thing that the big difference, is the amounts. We're seeing more and more bankruptcies now. They're not the million dollar variety, the five, we're talking about 10 million, 20 million, 50 million, 100 million dollar bankruptcies. And Jason, according to UBS, uh, the, the big wave won't even start for another 60 to 90 days. I mean, this is going to be one of these things we're talking about. We haven't seen bankruptcies like this. This is like, before Lehman Brothers. This is the exact same setup that we saw before that happened. And I'm sitting there going to myself, my gosh, are we doing the same thing? Is this playing out again? Right? Because now all of a sudden, I've been saying they shouldn't raise rates. They shouldn't raise rates. But Jason, now they're like, hey, listen, right now, it looks like they're going to raise rates again in June. And I remember in August of 07, Ben Bernanke, the interest rate at that time was five and a quarter, kind of, right, you know, we're we're between five and five and a quarter now. And he was talking about, no, the markets are fine. Everything's fine. If you look at the Fed, the Fed has like one of their, 
their stress indexes. I don't even know how the math works. Again, it's not one of these. This is like debt ceiling math that they do. When Lehman Brothers went under, the stress index on this Fed reading was nine, I don't know, nine and a half, something like that. Not quite ten, which is, that's a lot of stress. When S, when Silicon Valley Bank went over, went under, it only got to one and a half. And do you know right now, so I just told you, corporate bankruptcies are up more than 100%, more than double. And the amount of the bankruptcies are significantly higher than they were last year. So it's actually worse. Do you know that right now, according to the Fed, well, you know, because they're doing a really good job, that that stress index is actually negative? How can that possibly be? When we're sitting here talking about, you know, Jamie Dimon coming out, matter-of-factly telling everybody, oh, yeah, we're going to have a lot more banks going under. Rates are going to go much higher than expected. Jason, I feel like... They're going to raise rates right into a collapse. That, that's just, I mean, that was the Lehman setup. That was the, now, I, we'll see if they learned anything. I doubt it. It is a little different. I mean, uh, with the housing crash, there was fraudulently bad assets that everybody was trying to fleece all at once, which is, I think, why it moved in a fairly fast pace. Whereas, Joe, that what's happening now is just, it's just market mechanics, you know. Hey, I got a bunch of assets on my books, and nobody wants them, you know. And, and now we got inflation to boot, right? Because of all the printing in 2020. So these are these are market mechanics, and and so these these assets, like you said earlier, they, you know, another 60 to 90 days for this, and another 60 to 90 days for that. It's going it's going to be a slow it for it's going to be slow for a while. It's going to grind, it, and it has been. Here we are, years where the markets have just sat in the same place with inflation. So it's grinding slowly down, and, and, and people just sort of get, get kind of used to a lower standard. Oh, it's just kind of like going to be like this for a while. And people in their minds are like, well, at some point it'll just get better. But then right about the point where you think maybe it's going to get better, that's when it can suddenly move faster, when suddenly a whole bunch of the assets start leaving the books or a lot more bankruptcies just start hitting all at once because these banks that close down and these these bad assets that are, are, aren't going anywhere – it's a little bit at first, and then it just builds up, and it builds up, and, and it's, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like Django or, or uh, some of these other games where you you pull the pins out, and then suddenly all the balls fall out at, all at once because at some point it's just a couple of balls and a couple of pins, and things don't look good, and then you pull that one Django block out, and the whole thing falls. That we're going to hit that at some point, Joe. But I think it's a little different than 08, which is when people found out these were bad assets, it was it was run for the door, right? And there wasn't anybody buying at the door. So this time, same thing, but I think it's it's just going to be slower. You're going to see a lot of bad news that just continues to happen. And we got this election year coming next year. And, boy, there's going to be a lot of cover for economic chaos beneath, hey, uh, Trump is evil and Biden is evil and DeSantis is bad and, and you know, you know, that whole thing. That, there's nothing we're going to be able to do, Joe, to, to keep politics off this show because it's going to be the only thing people are talking about at some point next year. And that's it's a great cover for economic chaos. Yeah, they, they, it always is. It always gets uh, people uh, fired up on both sides. But again, this is this is just simple math. Jason's right; it is different. It's actually easier to see uh, than, than yep. the what happened in the financial crisis. But you know, I've been saying this all forever. You know, how did you go bankrupt? 
Right. Well, it was gradually at first, and then it was suddenly. Here's what I didn't know. Do you know that was in The Sun Also Rises? That was written in 1926. Uh, one of the characters in the book there was, was talking about how he went bankrupt, and this was exactly what we're looking at here. Think about yep. uh, we're at this debt ceiling, and they've decided we're not even, we can't even cut. We're going to cut the increase. We're actually not going to cut. Right, it, and again, more money creation right now, right now. Just because you don't hear it, the Fed is loaning records amounts of money to banks right now. You don't hear about it now. See, now this wasn't in place in '07. Kind of why, right? It made such a big splash. The reason why it's a grind this time. Is because they keep lending and lend and hoping that things get better. Uh, but the problem is that as this data comes in, Jason, it doesn't look like it. You know, we, we know and we've talked about uh, central bank gold buying. Last year was an all-time record high. First quarter of this year, record demand for the first quarter. Well, the central bank, uh, the World Gold Council, they, they took a survey between... February 7th and April 7th. So this is fairly recent. And they asked these central banks, hey, are you guys going to be boosting your reserves over the next 12 months? 24, let's just round up here, 25, one in four central banks in the world said yes we're going to be adding to the survey. Now, the problem is they only interviewed 59 central banks, so I don't know which ones they interviewed, right? If they if they interviewed the G7, right, you know, all the, oh, no, 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 we're not going to do it, right? I mean, this thing could be uh, skewed one way or another, but they were blown away. They've never, apparently they've done this survey in the past. They've never had a number this high of this many central banks. And these are just the ones, Jason, that are willing to admit that they're going to be adding to their portfolios, which really tells you what, because really at the end of the day, these banks know, these central banks know, right? We don't understand all the idiot things they do. Uh, matter of fact, great article about uh, Jamie Dimon and J.P. Morgan today on All-American Gold, how they're playing uh, you know, uh, games with their balance sheet to make things look better than what they really are, right? Uh, accounting gimmicks that the central banks allow for. Well, these other central banks, they're bankers. They know how it works. They're looking at this, and you know what they're saying, Jason? Yeah, we need to add to our gold portfolio. That tells you everything you need to think about this. I want to tell you how quickly things have changed. Go back 25 years. 25 years ago, no central banks were adding to their gold holdings. And maybe there may have been one or two, you know. But essentially, in a matter of fact, guess what central banks were doing? They were liquidating their gold holdings. I mean, England, the most notorious, right, boy, they rue the day. I wish they had, uh, how much do you want to bet they wish they had all that gold back that they sold? But take take the, the 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 big gold holders that aren't the United States, you know Italy, France, 
Germany, right? Because they all they had a lot of gold stored up when we were the biggest trading partner in the world back when gold was money. They had reached an agreement that between the the European Union, I'm talking the old European Union, not the one from today. The old one, you know, you had uh, England and Ireland, you had Spain and Portugal, France, Germany, Italy, right? The Netherlands, right? That was about it, just that small group. Hey, we're only going to sell 500 metric tons of gold a year. Think about that statement. 500 metric tons of gold a year. That's what they agreed to sell. Of course, a metric ton, 32,150 ounces of gold. By 2004, they were hardly selling any. But before, in 1999, 2000, 2001, 2002, 2000, they were selling 500 metric tons. Now look at where we're at. Last year alone, central banks bought 1,200 metric tons, just under 1,200 metric tons, a new all-time record. Central banks have not sold gold. When you add up all the buying and all the selling, they haven't sold gold, Jason, since 2006. That was the last year where central banks actually sold more gold than they bought. And now, the, according to the World Gold Council, more central banks than ever are saying we're buying gold. Be your own central bank and put the gold and silver away. When we get back, we got a silver special coming up. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason, Patriotio News Hour. Uh, gold's up fifteen dollars, nineteen seventy-three. Uh, silver's up forty-five cents, twenty-three dollars and seventy cents. Uh, we've got a, a, a good opportunity here on some silver rounds. So these are unlike silver eagles or maple leaves. These aren't minted by a government. Uh, th- these are minted. Uh, by in, independent, independent, independent. I'll get it out. Independent uh, minters, mostly sunshine, but we've got a variety. Whatever we get, we get. They're, they're not telling us, "Hey, you're going to get this or that." They're just saying rounds here, uh, one ounce silver rounds, one through twenty-four rolls, five hundred and. $80. I'd give you an idea. Silver Eagles today. Rolls of U.S. Silver Eagles, $800. So you're talking about, what, $320 a roll. Right? Is that right? $320 a roll or is it $220? I'm getting a, I'm, my math's bad today. $220 a roll. <laughs> I'll yeah. get it. I'll get it. Now, if you buy 25 rolls or more, $570. So one ounce silver rounds, uh, rolls of 20. Uh, I went out and I looked at the big internet guys like usual. Uh, we're well below them. Uh, one ounce silver rounds, $580 uh, for 20 ounces of silver. If you buy 25 rolls or more, $570. At eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, and it was very interesting in this uh, World Gold Council survey. 
they don't tell us how many what they call uh, advanced economies, right, so G7 economies, versus what they say are emerging market economies. But they did say, when asked about being optimistic about gold, 71% of central banks that, that gold holdings need to rise compared to 61% last year. So think about this. Uh, gold holdings, people that are holding gold, central banks, 71% of the respondents think gold's going to be higher. Uh, last year it was 61%. Then they said, what about the future share of your reserves being in gold? Here's what was interesting. 68% of emerging market economies responded that they said that that gold shares of their reserves are going to continue to rise. And when they asked the same question of the, quote, advanced economies, it was only at 38%. But I say only 38%. Jason, I still say that's a big difference you know mostly these advanced economies right they're the people that hey we don't buy gold right we don't do that anymore it's a barbaric relic things are changing that that's a significant change in 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 the attitude of gold especially from what they're calling the advanced economies uh now one of the things that that really was interesting in the emerging markets said that the gold share of reserves, a lot of these emerging markets are saying they want to get to 25% of the reserves in gold. Uh, Jason, that's a pretty significant amount. That's a huge amount, actually. I mean, for for all the different things that uh, a bank or any interest can can uh, put put gold as, as part of their portfolio, 25% is pretty big. You know, I, 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 no. I don't... I don't think that's a bad number, Joe. I think that's a, that's a good number. So I, I would go even heavier with some of these banks because, in some of these countries, because what what else are they really going to put their money in that's actually going to hold value? You know, for uh, how about this? Any country that has any kind of savings is is just remarkable on its face, right? Right. And well, think about this. And this was a, the question. Really, I'm, I'm being, I'm, I'm I got to be honest here. The question was, will you let your gold holdings equal twenty five percent or more? of your reserves by the way the funny part was that last year none of the central banks said they wanted to do that so this is how big of a shift that's really taking place here uh only 20 percent of the emerging market central banks that responded said that the U.S. dollar share of gold reserves, of global reserves, will remain unchanged. They didn't even say go higher. Only 20% said, hey, we're going to leave our dollar reserves unchanged. All the rest of them said, we're going to lower our dollar reserves. Uh, Another big, big change Uh, last year when they asked this same question, because remember, it started last year, really, really picked up. It was at... 54% 54% said they were going to leave their dollars unchanged. This year, it's down to 20%. And last year, central bank gold buying was a record. I mean, this survey kind of says, hey, get ready. 
there's a good chance we can beat last year's record because a lot more of these banks, these central banks, are saying, you know what, we don't want to hold dollars. Uh, the vast majority of central banks, emerge, what they call emerging market central banks, believe that the use of the dollar is going to, to continue to decline. Uh, and again, uh, the, net, the, the currency most mentioned besides gold, the renminbi, Jason, probably not a surprise. You know, uh, if, if you're not, if you're a central bank and you're, and you're not, uh, or a government, you're not increasing your ounces of gold, the percentage of your, your holdings could still increase in gold here. Because if your other assets drop in value, that means the percent of value in your holdings in gold goes up. So, uh, even if you do nothing, your gold holdings might go up, Joe, depending on how the other, other assets perform, which I don't see the stock market worldwide doing very well in the next few years. Here's another one. How about this question? How about in five years? What will your dollar holdings be in five years? The same emerging markets from the last... I'm assuming they're the same. They don't tell me, but it's the number's the same. Only 20% of emerging market central banks said that their, the U.S. dollar share of global, uh, global reserves will remain the same. The interesting part was when they had asked the advanced economies. Now, these are what I would call U.S.-friendly economies. Barely half of them said that the dollar, uh, the amount of dollars, the dollar share of the global reserves will remain where they're at five years from today. Even our quote-unquote friends are getting ready to kind of, half of them are already admitting, yeah, it's going to be less. Which just means, what does that mean for all of us? Because we use dollars here. That means you got to have more gold. I mean, it's, it's pretty simple. 800-951-0592. Show me back after the break. Eight. 800-951-0592. Hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Uh, gold's now up fifty cents here, twenty three seventy five. One ounce silver rounds. Rolls of twenty five hundred and eighty dollars. If you buy twenty five rolls or more, five hundred and seventy dollars at eight hundred. Nine five one zero five nine two. I mean, that puts you below thirty dollars to the ounce. I mean, silver's almost twenty four dollars here. Uh, you know, you're at twenty nine. If you buy twenty five rolls or, or or more, you're in the twenty eights. Uh, that is a super tight premium here. I mean, buying anything government hallmark below thirty dollars in silver just really not possible. And remember. Even the banks that hate silver, Citigroup, J.P. Morgan, you know, you know who they are. Even they are like, okay, the next six to twelve months, yeah, silver is probably going to be starting with a three, uh, and, and I think there's a chance it could start with a four. Uh, so here, uh, it's a great opportunity to continue to add to your portfolio, continue to stack your portfolio, one ounce silver rounds. Rolls of twenty five hundred and eighty dollars by twenty five rolls or more five hundred and seventy dollars at eight hundred 
951-0592. We had terrible earnings out of advance. Auto parts today, uh, that stock down 30%. The retail earnings have, have not been good. One of the things that we haven't mentioned in the debt ceiling, one thing that is in there is student loan repayments will have to start again. Now, remember, uh, at least on the government student loans, they haven't been paying since COVID. Jason, this is going to be another one of these things where, you know, and how many are there? Is there a... Are 50 million not paying? Probably not, but my guess is there's probably 20 million people out there not paying. That'd be my guess. Now they're going to have to start paying again. Well, that just means what? There's less money. Hey, if I got to make a a $400 payment, that's 400 less dollars I have to to spend. Whether I'm, whether it's going to the restaurant, whether it's going grocery shopping, right? This is. Another thing where we think that the economy could slow, but at the same time, uh, the JOLT survey just came out, job openings, uh, they jumped back up a little bit, went back to 10 million, uh, and, and, and there's still wage inflation out there, uh, a lot of mixed signals coming out of the economy, but this one thing, when, it, when it, if this is going to happen and these student loan payments have to go back into effect, it will have some form of an effect on the economy for sure. And just to add to the weight of that, if you're in the position where you can't pay your credit card bill or you can't pay your school loan, once you've been through the process of, of uh, collections, uh, if you got a, you got a job to, to pay the bills and you got no money in the bank account, well, the court will just order garnishment of your wages. Now you're just uh, essentially adding a tax or your repayment of these loans by the court, and, and uh, you, you now uh, have a, a big, another bill to pay, so to speak, that you couldn't pay to begin with, which is why you stopped paying it, and then you got you went to collections. These people, Joe, are in, in dire straits that have debt. This is not a good time to have a lot of debt. That's just plain and simple. When there's this inflation going on and uh, all the monkeying going around in the debt that we have in this country, having a lot of debt is not a good place to be, Joe. Yeah, and then we had uh, uh, PMI data out. Uh, Texas had released their own, uh, another contraction. Chicago, wow, just a, a, a big, big drop. They had an un- unexpected, you know, there was still contraction. They had a reading of 48 last month. Anything over 50 is growing, under 50, not growing. Uh, they were expecting 47 for this month. It came in at 40. Uh, well below, but here's what's interesting. Look at inside the data. Prices paid. Inflation. Rose. So you're talking about they're deep in negative. 40 is like terrible. And yet prices paid rose. New orders fell. Employment fell. Inventories fell. Deliveries slowed. Production fell. Backlogs fell when you hear that prices paid should not be rising and yet they said jason hey all of this stuff is getting worse and yet we still had to pay more everything you just said just sounds like recession joe it's all recession that's that whole thing you just said or we i guess we're starting into that first quarter i guess of recession that's what it appears to be if if not this one it's gonna be the next quarter but could be could be this one coming up huh joe i don't know 
It's so hard to figure, right? The, the layoffs, which we thought were rising. And then all of a sudden for the last couple of Massachusetts, oh, we had this fraud and it, somehow 30,000 people a week uh, weren't unemployed that were unemployed. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what that number looks like tomorrow if it's over because we, we really don't have a great gauge. Uh, none of, uh, And I've said it how many times, inflation's not going away until millions and millions and millions of people lose their job. And right now, I'm not seeing that. I'll say that. And that's why everyone's scratching their head because, you know what, there, there's all these inflationary signs or and, and then there's all these recession signs. And, and you're like, well, which one's right? And I think that's what we got to wait to find out. Yeah, and, and, and new jobs numbers, when, those, when that goes down too, because I still think where there's a little bit of a carryover of, of uh, people not having to work because of COVID. And now economic conditions are forcing those people to have to work. You have to work. You know, the, the, the free money is just not there. And so now you have, you have to get in there and pay some bills, right, Joe? And so, so some of these jobless claims are lower, I think, just because, well, we haven't cycled all of that free money completely out yet. It's, it's going away now. I have a bad feeling that both are right. Recession and inflation. Yeah, we've never seen that trick before. 800-951-0592. Get those rounds put away. Jason and I are coming right back to wrap it up. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason wrapping up this Wednesday. Uh, the Silver Rounds extravaganza. Uh, rolls of 20. $580 per uh, that's $29 to the ounce. If you buy 25 rolls or more, save 10 bucks. That's 50 cents uh, an ounce. You save uh, at $570 a roll. Most of the places I looked, uh, rounds were you know as low as $31. Uh, some of them that have their own brand as low as $29 and change. Uh, again, we're we're below all of those, uh, and, and I I just love silver. Uh, here especially uh, anything below twenty four dollars is, is like stealing you know silver what was it maybe three weeks ago before the debt ceiling talk silver was at twenty six add to your portfolio here right now it looks like it looks like they're going to get the debt ceiling done but one of the things they're struggling with of course is the Democrats and some Republicans are unhappy about restarting the student loan payments, Jason. Well, you know what? Uh, again, what message are we sending here? It's a, this is a message we've been sending for how long, right? It's okay to be financially responsible. Just don't pay it, right? Just don't pay. Well, in that case, why should anybody pay anything? Why is the government paying for any of this stuff to begin with? The federal government has no business being involved in any of this sort of thing why are they debating something that the federal government should have no interference in they shouldn't they shouldn't be taking from peter to, to pay paul it's just it should never happen uh well, really the government should be the sitting there doing a whole lot of nothing right yeah exactly i mean uh student loans weren't even a thing in the 70s well, they didn't exist like credit cards they didn't exist 
Now, credit cards, it's over a trillion dollars. Student loans, it's almost two trillion dollars. I mean, it's insanity what has been done. And, of course, really the standard of living. You know, why is it that everybody is in the position they're at? Because the middle class is under attack. And the sad part is... A good portion of the people that say they're middle class, Jason, really by uh, probably by a textbook definition, probably aren't even middle class. They just don't know it yet. Yeah, and, and and people got into this idea that credit cards are a normal thing that they should uh, they should be happy about and get a whole collection of them in your wallet, and this is how you look rich. You know, the backwards thinking, and this is why people that listen to the show are people that are trying to figure out. They come here, and then they figure out, hey, maybe a little bit of savings is how I'm going to feel protected. All of the customers I meet with are some of the most calm and relaxed people I've ever met because the economic situation of their life is much more stable than the average guy out there with a pocket full of credit cards. It's, it came from the, the, the cartoon Popeye, right? Remember Wimpy? I'll gladly pay you next Wednesday for a hamburger today. Right, and then everybody's there now. Everybody's paying for the hamburger. What next decade for the one they buy today? And and this is kind of really what it is, right? We've been doing that for like forty years now, and now all of a sudden, like like the interest on the debt swallowing everything up. You know, it's uh, forecasted here in the next two years to be the single biggest outlay, that, that it's going to pass Social Security. Uh, this year, there's a good chance this year it passes Medicare and Medicaid. It all, last year, it passed defense spending. I mean, this is kind of right. Hey, Tuesday, right? I'll pay you Tuesday. Well, guess what? It looks like Tuesday's coming here a lot faster than people think. 800 uh, sorted rounds, 580, 25 rules or more, 570. They, they, whatever they send us, that's what in. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.